this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, Salem, welcome back. Marissa and I are finally here. Things are going to be normal from now on in season two. I'm Bobby DeMuro. That's Marissa Serafini. This is the way it's going to go from here on out, thankfully. Bono will probably come fill in at some points, but her schedule's kind of hectic right now, so that's okay. Uh, We're back. We're back. That's all that matters. And the show is back, and it's been back for a few episodes, but now we've got, like, scheduled, it's going, apologies for the... Slowness. Back into the room. Yeah, exactly. Team Bobby Marissa. Thank God. All right, hey, we are talking about From Within today. You are watching the Salem After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. And before we go any further, because we are back and because we got so many good comments last season, we got so many good tweets and stuff, we want you guys to keep doing that. So if you are listening on iTunes, hit subscribe if you haven't already. You can rate us five stars. You can leave a nice comment. I don't know, talk about how intelligent we are, how good-looking we are. No, I'm just kidding. You can comment about the show. You can also tweet us, at Bobby DeMiro, at Serafini TV. You can send us tweets right now, or really all week, whatever. (laughs) We check Twitter like 24-7. And you can tweet us about the show. We'd love to hear your opinions. Or if you're watching on YouTube, hit subscribe and comment below this video, because we check those comments literally every day. We like responding to comments on YouTube, so do it. That's a good way to get at us. Um... Enough like marketing stuff. Let's just jump in. Yeah, forget <laughs> let's that. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Uh, let's talk about the election. We got a lot of stuff going on today. I like this episode. I saw last week's, even though I wasn't on the show. I liked this episode a lot better. Last week was so fast with so much stuff. I was taking notes and like you know scribbling and scribbling and scribbling. And I couldn't right. watch. Today was a little bit slower, and that didn't mean boring. It was just a little bit better paced out. I think. I feel like today's episode there were so many people playing against each other. Yeah. Because the the first two episodes this season is all about this person is up to no good and now it's learning about everyone now it's this episode tonight is everyone playing each other and the whole power struggle that's the, always going on in salem the chess match starts man yeah the chess match begins and this episode not 
a ton of stuff happened. I mean, the election was big, but we don't quite know how yet. But not all tied together. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, foretelling, I guess, is coming. Obviously, Corwin loses his tongue. You know, there are things that happen, but nothing to any major character thus far. George, Mary, John. You know, there's there wasn't any life change in this episode, but a lot of stuff gets set up. So let's start with the first setup, and that is Hawthorne, the new magistrate. How much of a threat? Does he pose to Mary? Because he's a jerk. He's he's sexist. Yeah. He's he's very very sexist and chauvinistic. Um, but I think that's the only thing that he has going for him. He has a lot of empty threats and empty promises going against Mary. But really, just threatening is not as scary as what Mary can do to him. I don't think, even though he understands the witches, as far as we know, to a certain extent, and he understands the problem in Salem. I don't think he knows what he's in for messing with Mary. George Sibley was the toughest guy we've ever seen. And in that, remember the first episode of last season, the very first, the pilot episode, George was a bad dude. And Mary has him quivering like a B-I-T-C-H. Like she has him groveling and begging to die. Hawthorne does not know what he's getting into. No, and even this episode, George now has control over his own speech, and he's still afraid of Mary. Yeah. And still succumbing, succumbing to uh, whatever she wants him to do and all of her misdoings. That's kind of the most interesting part of this election is George, because we know so much more about George than we do about Hawthorne. George had the opportunity with all the, um, you know, the city, the selectmen or whatever, yeah. had, had the opportunity with them there when he was speaking to to really just sell out and say, you know what? I don't want Mary to use me. I'm going to die anyways. This is what's going on. Help. Here's what's happening. i got to go with Hawthorne. Mary's a witch. Blah, blah, blah. Knowing he's eventually going to get killed either way. There's no way George makes it out of this alive. Mary even said to him in that scene when she was telling him her proposition, she was like, your life as you know it is over. So she's playing her hand too far. What's the incentive for George to help her? He's eventually going to die anyways. Yeah, and there's no incentive. So what I think is just maybe him just wanting to live longer. <laughs> and, and, and and the thing about him, like his legend and keeping his land and stuff, if this were like a normal like divorce case <laughs> or an extortion, maybe you would think about that. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I don't know. But this is such supernatural stuff. He's been in such suffering... I feel like you've gone so far beyond the legacy in this mortal realm because there's a supernatural here and George knows it. Mm-hmm. Who, who cares about your land? Who cares about your legacy? Like, dude, it's not going to get it. You're not going to, like, you know, go hang out as a retired guy for 20 years like nothing happened. You're you're going to be a prisoner until you die. Yeah, but I think that's also an interesting fact that the reason why Mary had to go back to a human type of weakness, his legacy and everything that he's he built up and he can easily lose. Because he survived all of... Mary's evil witchcraft and that dark magic. So maybe that's something that she's kind of learned that, hey, it can like stop him for a while. But in the end, he's still that mean old man who has that power. He's power hungry and that superiority complex that he always has. So go back to that. That is his true weakness. Yeah, I was going to say, and vanity and ego are probably his true weakness. Yeah. And I guess legacy does play into vanity and ego, so she can get him with that. But, but that's can't... a very human type of trait. It is, and she can't get him with that forever. No. If you're going to keep you know, making him go through hell, literally, as far as he's concerned, again and again and again, after a while, he's going to say, 
I don't care about my land. I'm going to need to screw you. Now, maybe he's biding his time to figure out how he can do that, but he had a real good opportunity when all the selectmen were at dinner to to just be a whistleblower and just see what would come of it. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for George to completely go against Mary Darnold. 100%. Be like, okay, when they had that agreement, like, yes, I will speak for you, but then literally turn it around during that whole showdown meeting, and no, we didn't see that. And I know Mary also... So I think, sorry to, oh, to go ahead. No, the, no, go ahead. might get into prediction territory, but I think farther down he might turn. Just He's just waiting to play the right card. I think he is waiting to play the right card, but Mary also kind of convinces him, you know, Hawthorne is your enemy. And we sort of are supposed to take that for granted after the first couple episodes that George and Hawthorne go way back, mm-hmm. even though we never saw Hawthorne in season one. But... How big of an enemy could Hawthorne be relative to what Mary's been? Like, nobody is worse than Mary as far as he's concerned. Uh, yeah, because, I, again, I don't think Hawthorne is as big as a threat. Because he's but, a human. He can't do as much. Yeah, and only because <laughs> we have had this whole season one, we know what Mary is capable of. We don't know what Hawthorne is. Yeah. If he really is just human. Yeah. Or not, maybe he's a demon. I just, he, I mean, I guess he could be. He but could like, be. I wouldn't put it past him. I, I miss Magistrate Hale, to tell you the truth. Because he was an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he was an asshole, but I just like miss his character. He was a strong presence. I feel like... But also, he tortured people. He did. You know, like, physically and mentally, so he brought something scary to the show. Yeah. And this new magistrate hasn't. I feel like, from a, from a maybe behind-the-scenes perspective, and this is speculation, but it's interesting, I think... When Hale left, and maybe we'll see Hale again later, who knows, <laughs> but when he's, you know, departed now, um, it's almost as if the writers and producers are taking Wainwright, the Countess, Hawthorne, and increasing Anne Hale's roles and trying to figure out what combination of these four can replace Magistrate Hale's character, and maybe more are coming, and I think the rest of this season or whatever, you'll see all of them. You'll see Wainwright, you'll see Hawthorne, and then after about a season of this, they'll test, you know, ratings or focus groups or whatever, right. and they'll look at kind of their writing boards, and they'll say, okay... Let's get rid of these. Let's pick one. Yeah, yeah. let's let's go with Wainwright, let's go with Hale, or mm-hmm. let's go with Hawthorne. Whoever. And they're kind of testing the waters right now. Um... I don't like Wainwright, and I don't like Hawthorne. I don't dislike either one, but both of them, I'm like, They haven't eh. done anything yet. They haven't. That's true. And we'll talk about that kiss later. Yeah. I was like, we'll, we'll get more into Wainwright. I think he, as a person, his character is interesting enough. Just, like, his whole background, how he got into it, his viewpoint on the world and why he's doing everything. Yeah. I think that in and of itself, his philosophy is interesting. Him as a person, we'll see what he brings to the table. Who knows? And I just know Hawthorne makes a pretty good villain. In the mortal sense for Mary, because he is chauvinistic, he's mean, he's blunt. We like these things. It's good confrontation. Just another person that Mary should go up against. I was he, like, everyone she goes up against is sexist. But guess so what? Why not add another one? He ain't no Increase Mather. No. That's for damn sure. No. You lost some strong characters with Increase Mather and, mm. and Magistrate Hale. And I know it's the third episode of the season, but this is my first time being here. I just want, like, that's one thing to comment on is Hawthorne. I don't mind him. Wainwright, we'll see. He needs to develop more. But I'm like, boy, do I miss Hale and Increase Mather right now. Increase Mather made this show last season. Oh, for an enemy, yeah. An enemy to definitely root against. Do you remember us? Like four episodes in, we were like, like, "Eh, we're not sure about this. And he came on the scene and we were like, whoa, (laughs) this is a guy. The whole show turned around. I I completely agree. And I think it's because we got rid of such a strong character in that way. They're taking all those qualities and attributes he had and dispersing them throughout. Yeah. 
those four people that you mentioned. I think so, and I think you'll see Anne's role. A lot increase. of shows do that with their characters. Yeah, you, have if they, to. you you get rid of a main character or someone who had a big storyline, you spread them throughout your and, other characters you already have. And that's also part of the reason why, because you lose Increase, because you lose Magistrate Hale, who was just such a strong presence. He was such a leader, mm-hmm. even though he was really not a you know he was a witch. Um, but you get rid of those guys, and then Mary is now over the top. She's super aggressive all the time. George is talking again because we need some more confrontation. We need more guys to speak. Yeah, and then we've got John just hanging out over here. And we all kind of, we don't forget about him, but we take it for granted. We're like, John's, you know, peeping his way around John over here. John has his own one-man mission L- going on. Listen, he's going to have a day. There's going to be a day coming yeah. soon. Next week, the week after, jo- it's going to be like John City one week, and he's going to do everything he possibly can. And, and it's building up to that. Yeah. But, we, we definitely got that tonight. He's starting. Yeah. He's at the beginning. I think so. So this election, um, well, let's talk about the disgusting stuff. Let's talk about Corwin. <laughs> yes, let's get it out of I, I, I know you hate the tongue being cut out, which is pretty gross, especially, you know, from like voodoo kind of like from far away. Right. But the thing that I hate the most, and I don't know why, is the stabbing of the foot when he's ah. invisible and you can see the footprints. Like the idea of like your eyes being messed with. Or your feet, feet being messed with. For some reason, like, because feet are sensitive. Like, you know, people yeah, get tattoos the, on them. And stuff. Yeah, your feet. it hurts because it's Ugh. bone and it's nerves Nerve and stuff. endings. Sort of like take a knife through there. See, that doesn't Ugh. bother me as much as the jaw ripping open. My TMJ jaw hurt for Corwin. <laughs> so I know that pain. And then also. Literally followed up with tongue physically getting cut out. If you and the sound effect to it, the sound mixing, good, good on Salem for like really yeah. grossing us out. Yeah. But ooh, did not need to see that. If you gave me an ultimatum, and I don't want to live in a world where this ultimatum would ever exist, hmm. but if you said, Bobby, you can either have your tongue cut out, or we're going to take a knife and go all the way through your foot on a hard stab, I'd be like, never talking again. <laughs> Really? You know, keep my foot because, like, things to me, like, I, and I know, like, you probably wouldn't lose your foot if you got to a hospital and stuff. It'd be like whatever. But right. I feel like I'd rather walk than talk, which is ironic. Don't quote me on that. And then, like, you know, <laughs> ask me to shut up. <laughs> People are gonna tweet me and be like, "Okay, stop talking." I would rather like just the foot for me. Uh, uh, John stabbing him through the foot was just like, oh mm. man. See. Ooh. Okay, I could be bedridden for a while because then I could just watch TVs and movies. That's that's so, true, and but still talk about it. So yeah, I there don't, we go. I don't Read want the knife to bit. physically go through the foot. That the was the tongue cutting part. out and the blood oh. spurting out and the jaw popping. The Corwin got it my all. Life. Corwin got it all. Yeah. Don't think we'll and be like seeing him much five more. Five seconds. Ooh, poor dude. But John did his job. And yes, John did. already knew that Mary was the person, and he wasn't probably going to get anything else out of Corwin. So John probably did what he should have done. Yeah. You know? I mean, what, else, what if you were John, what else would you have done? There's nothing else, right? You wouldn't... I don't think he would have tracked and confronted Mary in her home. You wouldn't... You're still biding your time for that. You're not ready to do that yet. I think it's interesting how John knew that. I mean, we, we did see them in the church talking to each other, so... But, I mean, it's good that John went after Corman, who's obviously the less powerful. Yeah. But there, he's definitely... Who... Does he have the balls to go up against who are, who's more powerful than Corman? Well, I mean, we know he's going to go up against... He has to go up against Mary, Mary at some point. Eventually. Um, and I think... And not to get in predictions, but I think he could probably... He doesn't have much to lose. 
So at some point he's either if he leaves Salem, he dies anyways. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and he's and he's kind of the stuff he's been through already. People kind of assume he's everybody thinks he's dead. Yeah. So well, it's, people can't see, even see him either. So <laughs> it's like what do you? It's have not to like lose? he's losing a lot. You know, it's not. You're <laughs> yeah, not. You know, you both him and George Sibley are dangerous guys for different reasons, but for the same broad reason is they don't they have the worst or best depending on how you look at it leverage in the world. Nothing to lose. They don't care. George Sibley is going to die anyways. Nothing to lose. You can call Mary out when you want to. John is already kind of dead to everybody. Yeah. You know, it's not your life is never going to be the same anyways. And all you, all your only goal is to get Mary. So it's like, do it or die. And John has a leg up because no one can physically see him. Yeah. So he can attack literally anybody. It doesn't even have to be witches. Anyone that is in his way. Yeah. He, he, he really could just take out anyone. So, therefore, gains that power over people. So. I'm telling you, man. And that knife, he's got a little special, you know. Woo. He's got to cut off other appendages before the feet. <laughs> Just <laughs> let's the see feet. how creative he can you, get. I'm telling you, the feet. <sighs> All right. Hey, let's talk about mercy. Um, Ew. So, the election. Just to wrap up the election real fast. Obviously, Hawthorne is the new magistrate. And he says, you know, him and Mary have that showdown. And he's kind of like, you know, whatever he says. You should be a woman. Go do woman's work. Um, totally, totally. I could have slapped him. I totally agree with him. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> make us Come a sandwich, on, Mary. Um, <laughs> could, you imagine, cool. could you imagine if this you said is... that to her? <laughs> make us a sandwich. Ooh, <laughs> back in those days. That would have that would have really gotten her dander up. But she says to him, and she says, "You're not my enemy now. You know, don't make don't yourself make one. me. One. Yeah, don't yeah. make me." One. Do you buy that? Is Magistrate Hawthorne really not her enemy? Because she's desperate. What was the first thing she said after that conversation when she walked back into Titaba? They need to find the assailant. That's after the because, witches. Because Sibley is so important. We cannot mm-hmm. let him die. That was the thing. Yeah. Sibley is her only leverage. So because he's so important, I think Hawthorne has to be an enemy. Despite what she said, he's certainly an enemy. Yeah. And if Hawthorne ever wants power over Mary, just go after George. It's the same relationship. As a human. Yeah. It's the same relationship in a lot of ways as Increase Mather last year. Went after George, got to George, knew something mm-hmm. was up with Mary. Increase probably knew more than Hawthorne, at least what we know of Hawthorne so far. But it's the same dynamic where Mary has to thread the needle and like can't openly hate Hawthorne. But behind the scenes, she's like, this is the worst dude to be here. It's I have to get rid of him. Yeah, you know? Only because he's in the way. Yeah, totally, 100%. And he's looking for he's the solution. It'd be one thing if he were just a pawn, but he's looking to solved the problem too right. if he were just an idiot who was in the way you'd be like okay placate him but he's he's coming after the problem and one day we know he will find mary one way or another yeah. he's a pawn in this game but pawns can take queens oh look at you what's up we're gonna do a little photoshop <laughs> of that quote we're gonna have you sitting there and like do cloudy like trees behind you like you're in the woods mm-hmm. he's a pawn in the game but pawns can take queens yep. next week with marissa seraphine and done <laughs> Um, okay, Mercy. Uh, first off, get her to a dermatologist immediately. Okay, first of all, uh, she's still alive. I mean, Is okay, she? we were we were discussing while we were watching Bobby you. Yeah, and I, as a regular human being, even despite best of medicine now, best case scenario, back then. <laughs> She has suffered more than third degree burns. How is she still alive for, and walking around, oh, flailing totally. around with all that f- open flesh but and muscle? This is my question: Is she alive? Because she's a witch. She has that supernatural thing. So, like, what's her? It's her st- 
dead. Yeah, what's evil her soul still going on? Yeah, her physical do, body. Do they still have you know the same dichotomy as humans, alive or dead? You can't be in between. Mm-hmm. Maybe witches have other realms. Is there a supernatural thing? Is she? Is she? Has well, she she's lost still her powers? very present in she this is. world, yeah. physically, mentally, everything. But anatomically, her and biologically, her body should not be surviving right now. And it doesn't look thus far like she has any powers, unless the thing she said to her dad, to Reverend Lewis, about, like, you know, you'll get your manhood back when you run my errands. Maybe she still does. And, the, okay, my, my question to you during that, it looked like Mercy gave her father a really deep, deep stare. Yeah. And it kind of made me think maybe she entranced him or used some voodoo magic on him at that moment. So maybe she still does have some controlling powers in that way. But I don't know. I'm interested, yeah, but that's a fair I'm, question. I'm too like, disturbed by her dis- disorienting look well, <laughs> for her to do anything right now. And which has been dying left and right. The old three witches died, you know, a couple episodes ago yeah. or whatever. She's on the brink of death. All of Mercy's girls are gone besides Do- Dolly. Do- besides Dolly, all of Mercy's girls are gone. So it's like, why is Mercy hanging around? From a character point, I understand it. We like Mercy; she's interesting. But from a logical standpoint, it's like, how did she make it out, and to what degree did she make it out? If everybody else is no longer here, okay, so, you know, yeah. Question: Her in her state, physical state right now. Do you think she's now a threat? No. Against everything that's going on. No, and you know why, and I'm going to say this, knowing that we love Sammy Hanratty, who plays Dolly, and she'll be here in a couple weeks, Hmm. again, for her second appearance. Um, I don't have any faith in Dolly doing a damn thing. And Mercy, I think, is limited or can't be seen or whatever the problem is. Mercy's, like, kind of being hidden by her father right now. And Mm -hmm. I don't have any faith in Dolly figuring this Anything crap out. out. Yeah, Dolly, talk about a pawn. Dolly is a pawn. Oh, for sure. And if your pawn is the only thing out in the world, there's no way. I mean, it, it, maybe like a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then, that kind of <laughs> phrase. But I don't I don't believe Dolly will have any kind of success working on Mercy's behalf. So, to answer your question, I don't think Mercy has significant any power. Power. Unless something changes. Unless she gets a new body. Right. Yeah, something she like that. Heals or, magically. And she has power over her, Reverend Lewis. She has power over her dad in, her father, in some but way. But that's, right now, that's it. Because yeah. she's still trying to get, gain power over Mary. Mary still has the upper hand. Although, remember who uh, suffocated Isaac? Mm, yeah, Dolly. No, Reverend Lewis. Re- Reverend Lewis, but Dolly was there. But they were there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, if enticing. she can do that enticing, with yeah. two of them, and I know Isaac is helpless, so when they meet Poor a, Isaac. I know, seriously, when they meet a tougher opponent like Mary or John, uh, you might not have as much luck with Dolly <laughs> and Reverend Lewis, mm-hmm. but they've gone the distance for her. We don't know if Isaac's dead. That's a we fun comment. Know. There's a comment on, on the YouTube right now. Is Isaac dead? Because we only saw like a second of him being suffocated. He was in such a precarious spot to begin with. Common sense tells you he's gone. Yeah. But, dude, we got to have Isaac. There's but so Isaac many... survived so many things. I know. Why kill him now? And he's had such good development with Mary and then with Dolly later. He's had such good personal development, seeing angels, you know, help me out, blah, 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 all that stuff. It's like, do you really just kill him out that unceremoniously? Yeah, but that's the thing. His last, The last few scenes we've seen with Isaac, he's contemplating about his life and wanting to make amends. And that's what someone wants to do yeah. at the end of their life. So maybe they are just trying to finish him off. Oh, he knows he doesn't have long. I just, yeah. I would be sad. He was he was the first character we saw. He was the very Literally. first you know, Salem character. Mm-hmm. He was the one George Sibley put in the uh, you know shackles, mm-hmm. put in the yeah. head thing. Um, 
Fornicator. Yeah, he was the fornicator. And so it's like, if we're not, if he's going to leave this unceremoniously, if he's going to get like a cool death scene where something crazy happens and he gets like 45 seconds, that's okay if you can write it in. But for him to go with like a second of suffocation and the, and the scene cuts to something else, I, I would be unsatisfied. I hope he's back next week. Yeah, I don't think he's dead. I hope not. Because I think that was just a tease. God, I hope so. And I don't I don't want to believe Dolly and, and Reverend Lewis have it in them to go evil for mercy. Yeah. You know? Against Isaac of all people. He's like, been through enough. He is a key crux, though. He knows more than, like, any mortal, pretty much. Yeah. So it's critical that and they... And he survived a lot of things, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's survived a lot. He's a tough cookie. It's critical that, that whoever wants to get rid of him, get rid of him. Because people have tried. Mary tried and couldn't do it. No. People have tried for a long time. So maybe his his time is up. I would just be sad. Mercy could have done it herself. Mercy's a jerk. Yeah. Mercy's a jerk. Even in but her a physical, cool jerk. yeah. Even in her physical state, she could have easily suffocated. Oh Isaac. yeah, for sure. The makeup is awesome. The mask and the makeup and whatever she was wearing is awesome. Slimy. It's nasty. Oh, I, I love it. When she was getting nice and close to Reverend Lewis, I'm like, ooh, step away. Or, or sticking her hand on Dolly's face yeah, when she like, put her hand like, on there. Dude, don't even touch me. That's a question we asked Sammy Hanready in two or three weeks. Whenever you know, a couple weeks when <laughs> yeah, she comes what, in, how what, long what was it like to have that makeup? hand on your face? Nasty. <laughs> and the boils too. Isaac's boils. Yeah. Yeah, makeup's awesome. Slimy. In a lot of ways. I mean, it has, it's TV. It's, it, this is the way it is. Yeah, it's But it's slimy. awesome. It's really, really cool. Um, yeah, that'll be a good one. Actually, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's do it now while we're talking about Dolly because we don't know if she'll be here next week, if Dolly will be in the show next week. And Sammy's coming, what, May 10th? May 10th. So Sammy Hanready, who plays Dolly, you guys saw tonight, is coming May 10th to the studio. She was here last year. Mm-hmm. We're going to interview her again. So if you guys have a question for her, we'll talk about this next week too. But if you got a question for her, Tweet it to us at Bobby DeMiro, at Serafini TV, or comment in the YouTube of this episode. If you comment in this YouTube, you want to know something about her character or Mercy or really Salem in general, maybe there's some stuff she's not, you know, at liberty to say. Yeah. But ask it. I mean, take a chance. Ask the question. We'll ask it for her. We'll, you know, have a list of the best ones or all of them, depending on how many we get. We'll give you a shout out. And we'll just do like a, you know, rapid fire. We'll put her on the couch and be like, here, Sammy, one, two, three, four, you know, get them all. So Sounds that'll good. be May 10th. So ask questions on YouTube or uh, Twitter for us. And yeah. that'll be good for next week, too. So either way, we're going to stock them all and, and ask them. And you guys at home will be doing our job for us. We won't have to prepare for the interview. <laughs> They'll do it. Well, we'll prepare, of course. Uh, okay, of maybe course. a little bit. We're we'll, not yeah. slackers. We'll ask her like what her favorite color is. and you Also know. comment on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You can. Yeah, iTunes, too. If yeah. it's part of a comment on iTunes, I sh- you're right. I forgot that. If yeah. it's part of a comment on iTunes, we check that, too. So iTunes, YouTube, or Twitter, or all three, you yeah. know. Or and speaking a- of which, you know, this is a good time to remind all of our fans and listeners and our audience out there that we are still giving away the Salem oh. uh, Press Packet Season 2 uh disc with the episode one of the season it's outside in the kitchen it's right now isn't awesome it? it's, we, we should have just brought it still in giving it away. yeah it's like a little like it's got the it's got all of season two no just just the first episode of season okay two. gotcha and but all the press yeah, materials the and, press material yeah. the the graphics paid uh, all the paper and it's it's amazing it's awesome packaging that's good salem stuff yeah so uh, make sure to comment leave Ratings, comments, follow us on Twitter, AfterBuzz, Bobby DeMiro, Serafini TV. Give us five stars. Tell us why you love us. And a lucky winner will get the press packet. That's Make awesome. sure you put your Twitter in the iTunes comment. Yes. There you go. Twitter. So follow follow three of us on Twitter, AfterBuzz TV, Bobby DeMiro, Serafini TV. 
Uh, go on iTunes on the podcast version. Go on our, our iTunes show. Hit five stars, please. No, but really. Hit five stars. Leave a comment. Include your Twitter handle. And you're entered. And if you don't enter, I'm taking this home. <laughs> I know. I wanted to take it no, home. No, no, no. You have it. All. I'm taking it home. You like you have access to it. I'm taking it home. All right. Fair so, enough. And even if you do enter, I'm going to cheat and take it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's get back in. There are a couple of, of loose ends, I guess, to tie up because the election was the big story. Mercy was, yeah. you know, creepy. Um, let's creepy. do. Let's go down the line. We hit about. I, oh, we hit about Isaac. The first thing I want to talk about down the line in the smaller storylines, but still important, is uh, the the choking, the autoerotic asphyxiation. They call it, and then yeah, the kiss. Totally. Um, uh, let me just say There's this: a lot of weird kissing going on in the show. Really, really weird. And I'm not into this stuff, but also. Really hot. It, it was. was hot. It was really hot. <laughs> we both looked at each other. We're like, ooh. Like, I'm not down to do that, but like. But Mary is. Ooh, yeah. She's turned on. <laughs> yeah, Mary's turned on by a lot of stuff. Um, so is Rain, right? He, he was definitely turned on. Now, He's the one that kissed her. <laughs> does Mary leave because she's repulsed by Wainwright or because she's into him and she can't take the risk right now? Oh, I think it's the latter. Interesting, because the same thing happened with John in the start of the first season. Yeah, but also, Rainwright's right now is the really the only one questioning her right now. Yeah, and and really challenging her in that way. It's in, like, in, in the deeper way, Hawthorne and, and deep, is and like yeah, physically yeah. and uh, you know psychologically and yeah. whatnot. But also, I, I think it's just interesting how this, even the first two episodes when we see Mary and Rainwright together, you can see the chemistry on screen. So they're definitely playing up this relationship. So is Wainwright her new love interest of some degree? And is John, some degree, yeah. is John ever going to be a love interest again? Yeah, I can't see it. I can't. I don't see it either. I'm sure like it could come around and something could happen. But at present, if it keeps going like we think it might... I can't ever see him being a love interest. He's a sworn enemy now. He's got a deeper, you know. He's on a war path yeah. right now, and he's so completely a different person than the f- season one John that we know. Yeah. And then, but Rainwright right now is just sexy. <laughs> I okay. don't know how. I didn't else think to say that it. about the kiss. Not about Wainwright personally. I just like the kiss in general. You but can. Okay. You can take that one. Every alone. time they meet so far, Mary and Rainwright, they're it's very flirtatious. Yeah. Very flirtatious. Well, if you were in a small town with a plague going on and witches and stuff, and you're of age, and your husband's 130 and has a frog in his mouth, you know, any new guy starts to look pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. It's, this isn't L.A. where people are moving Mary, in. I say Mary, go for it. <laughs> Just, but, I mean, but, but, she has her needs, too. She does. But, like, use protection. Like, we don't know where these people have Magical been. Magical protection. Yeah, like, just use some kind of, you know. Wayne, right? Like, I'm not saying he's gross, but it's like, But you he's know. immune, remember? Yeah, yeah. Well, so we don't, there, maybe there's something there. Maybe. You know, who knows? Um, <laughs> that kiss, though. Inter- that'll be an interesting thing that to see. That was sexy. I you hope, gotta admit. I hope Wainwright doesn't just exist here to be the love interest. I hope there's more of a challenge that's going on. I hope there's another storyline with him. But if he's just kind of there to take care and put the pieces together and flirt, it's like, okay, but that's kind of the simplest thing you could do with him. Mm. I would love if... I would love if he had his own powers. If he were like a mole or a plant, if an increased Mather type person planted him to get information, oh, that'd be deep. That's going to be one of my predictions. I'll call it right now. And he's (laughs) one of the only people that can get in and out of places because of the the pox that's going on. He will go to places that other people won't. Exactly. Have you ever asked why he's immune? Hmm. 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 There's a reason. Interesting. 
<laughs> we'll see, though. That's all prediction stuff. I mean, I guess yeah. we could actually jump there now, but real quick but, before we do it, um, I want to hit the Countess. Yeah. And the biting. Ew. And the lip. Again. Again with the biting. A lot and of the like lip. facial bleeding. Mm-hmm. A lot of like. Okay, okay. why? The question is, yeah. we saw last week she did it with Anne. Yep. And now this week she did it with Mary. I think the Countess is after all the female witches right now. Or all witches, period. Or just witches. Right yeah. now we've only seen two females yeah. that she's gone after. Titiba's, so, Titiba's I, next. Yeah, Titiba's next. Who else would be next? Even though I don't like Titiba's character at all. We talked about this watching the show, and I'm going to say it on air now. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't find Titiba's character interesting. I don't like... I just like every time Titiba and Mary are kind of infighting on screen, I'm like, let's just get it over with. Yeah, uh, nothing. But the, that's the thing uh, we were watching. It's like, what has she brought to the table other than just stopping Mary at certain moments and keeping her in check? That's yeah. it. Yeah. But we still know Mary's more powerful. Oh, 100%. And Titiba, so why is Titiba still around? Titiba kind of messes up a lot. But Titiba is also Mary's confidant. And, if, and eyes. Yeah. And eyes if, and ears. And if Mary got on Titiba's bad side or vice versa, Titiba could be more damaging than George Sibley if, mm-hmm. if, if she decided to go that route. You know, so you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. And Titiba's a friend, but she could also so easily become an enemy, you got to keep her around. You can't just be like, hey, whatever, girl, see you later. No, blood in, blood out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like joining a gang. I mean, it is. it is. It is exactly like joining a in game. In a way. <laughs> and their game color is black. <laughs> <laughs> black magic. Um, that's a really inappropriate joke, but whatever. It's terrible. Um, welcome back, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send your hate tweets to Bobby. <laughs> but, if you Bobby fo- but if you follow me while you hate tweet me, you're <laughs> still you eligible go. for the prize pack. You're <laughs> <laughs> um, still in an entry. And then we've got Anne and, and uh, Cotton. I, I know we're kind of running out of time because Game of Thrones, excuse me, ran a little long. Um, we'll get on them next week. It's just Game <laughs> no, of Thrones. Right. Who cares? Who um, doesn't love Game of Thrones? Me. I've never seen it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that uh, I've, only seen like five, a, I've only seen five episodes. Yeah, but we digress. It. Salem. Um, okay. Anne and Cotton. Definitely romantic interest. Were you picking that up at all? Oh, yeah. For, for sure. sure. And I said last week, Cotton has a type. Yeah. Redheads. Yeah. Oh, Gloriana. 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 We won't see her. Sorry about it. <sighs> no, you know why you, you won't get, see that her? That ship has sailed. Do you know why you won't see her? Her and I are getting married next month. Uh-huh. Yeah. She left the, well, she left the acting. Well, invitation? Well, we're, we're going to do it in Vegas, and then we're going to actually elope and live in uh, Australia. Okay. Well, yep. fair enough. So Good luck to both yeah, of you. Yeah, just a couple more episodes, and I'll be, you know, me and Gloriana. There you go. All right. So long as you're happy. <laughs> Right. Hopefully she is. The, the <laughs> actress who played Gloriana Gloria is going to see this and be like, who what? is this guy? Get him out of there. Um, no, but Gloriana is gone, but now Anne is in the picture. Similar physical type, for sure. Cotton yeah. kind of has a type. And she's scary. Yeah. What's up with her? And she's got a dark side, and we know Cotton likes dark sides. Do you think she's a witch? Because her magic, whatever that she has, is so different than all yeah. the other witches that we've seen. So my question is, and I think I posed it in, even in season one after shows, is she really a witch or is she more of a demon type? I was going to say demon is the word because the eyes go red. Yeah, the, the, very devilish. And the theme, like just the thematic colors and choices, which is black, demons, red, very, mm-hmm. you know, stereotypical, and maybe maybe they're not doing that, but that's just the first thing I think of. It's like a devil or a demon or like some other power than just witchcraft. Oh, and I gotta say, yeah, even to go back to Mercy, when we saw her in our physical decrepit form, yeah. she sounded like the devil. Yeah, like, well, even her voice was like raspy. Yeah. It sounded like she was the devil. That could also be the burns. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and like her the, lungs are ravaged with smoke. <laughs> right, her larynx isn't all the way there. But yeah, 
Interesting. Devil, red, I think she, Anne is more demon-like. I think so, too. I we I guess we'll find out. But I think so, too. She's got a weird... Although she's the spawn of a witch, obviously, in Magistrate Hale. So? so who is it? Who? Anne's mom. We need to know a little we bit gotta, more about Mrs. We've got to question all the spawns. Because yeah. even Mary's son, what a psycho, sociopath dude, Yeah, he he's every checkbox on the... yeah. That killing a dove out of all the birds, the, the the symbol of hope, and literally killing a dove. And peace, the white dove, peace, and all that yeah. stuff. And then and then what he did with George Sibley last week when he was like trying to get the, the toenail. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. See the yeah, physical feet, man. elements. Feet. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh. Um. I it guess definitely stepping up the gross factor. I guess we'll see. I just want to know who's on what team. I know three quarters of the show is you don't know who's on what team and they got to develop it but like i want to know who's on what team and then i want the battle i want the grand right to actually begin in earnest i want you know everything that's been foretold to happen and like the apocalyptic battle like that's what we're gearing up for but bring it on i would watch like six we were supposed to have the apocalyptic battle with the grand right and it never really fully executed so now it's still kind of going on in the prolonging it so it's like what else do they have to add to it for it to actually go down and we are giving them a lot of leeway by just like letting that happen and not (laughs) criticizing it but You know, what are you going to do? Okay, quick question yes. about the, the the girl who projectile vomited into the water. Was, was she just a manifestation like, of the Countess? It looked like whiskey because it was dark. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not the question. <laughs> um, I think the Countess Even just... Even though that was sick. <laughs> it was sick. It was like something from Saw, the movie Saw. It was like 10 seconds Or not Saw, it was uh, uh, The Ring. The Ring. The, ring. the movie yeah, The totally Ring. Yeah, um, Saw, Jesus. Um, <laughs> no, I think she was used... By the Countess, obviously. But mm-hmm. she was a normal girl who gets dragged in and used. And then did you notice she was, like, walking really slowly to go vomit? She was, like, hobbling around. She looked like she was, you know, on heroin or something. Like, you'd see somebody yeah, high somebody. on heroin shuffling around. And then she goes there. She vomits. And then she runs off. It's like she snapped out of it. And she was like, whoa, why am I here? Boom. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, and she's just a normal kid again. And she would have, like, blacked out Yeah, or so she was just under the control of I the Countess. I think so. For like, the, for, like, the short term, the Countess was like, let me loot, let me use somebody. For real that quick. 10 seconds of yeah. vomiting. Who's oh. never going to, you know, remember this. And, and it, she'll wake up like Men in Black where they flash your eyes. <laughs> right. and you have no memory of it or whatever. People are never here. Exactly. So I, I don't think, like, that yeah. girl... I don't think the girl is significant in and of herself. It was just... She was just a pawn. She, she was the vehicle. She was the conduit to conduit. get the gross, you know, vomit water, you know, and whatever demon spell into the water, into, into the bath. Mary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. think so. All right, let's do... Uh, Predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Sorry, my voice got like that. I'm going through puberty. Since it's a trip, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my Again. driver's I'm gonna have my driver's permit next year. And you're getting married? Yeah, Come on. yeah, I know, I know. It's a big year for me. <laughs> Let's do nice, nice tie into the previous joke. That's there good. Go. We like that. Um, all right, okay. Predictions. I've got one right now. I'll let you think of yours because I already said this one. Yes, go. Uh, Wainwright is more than just the doctor. He's a double agent, which we already could have assumed safely because he's a new character so you want to be skeptical but he's a double agent with his own superpowers because i don't think just like how many people are magically immune to this who are around it all the time every day there are no you know medicine they don't have medicine we do today he's like touching isaac he should be dead and he's obviously not so the story of him being immune i'm like yeah you're immune because you've got your own supernatural thing if you're part of another coven of witches if you're if you're part of this coven of mary's coven and you're coming to destroy them because they're messing everything up Mm -hmm. that would be wild if he's part of the coven sent in as a a double that's my prediction 
Okay, never mind. That's my prediction. He is part of Mary's coven. This is crazy. He's part of the whole, you know, that group of witches. Mm-hmm. He has been sent in by elders from elsewhere to systematically kill and get rid of Mary and Tituba and all these other witches because they are coming too close. They botched the grand right and they're coming too close to being found out by humans, by mortals. And he is going to get there to wipe out the whole thing in some way maybe and just start anew with a new group in a new city later on. Boom! Wow. That's a big one. So would it, if he reversed the pox, reversed the plague, therefore reverse the Craigs, which can't do the grand right? Exactly. So he, he reverses them all. He eliminates all the witches. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he has to burn down, metaphorically, has to burn down the whole town to eliminate all the humans, too. Mm-hmm. Does, I don't know, specifics, but, like, Filtering. It, they raise Whatever. the entire thing. They just say, forget this stuff. Everything's gone. We start over in a new city, in a new place. I know that has, like, a 1% probability of happening, but that's pretty badass if I do say so myself. Interesting. Okay, that's a really good one. I think, because we see in the preview that Cotton now knows that John is back in town. Yes. So, apparently, John somehow gets revealed in some way, because he's walking around in town all throughout tonight's episode. No one sees him. So, yeah. eventually, maybe that magic wears off. Whatever. I don't know. He's going to pair up with Cotton and they're going to take out the witches themselves. But also, I think Anne is going to be the the unpredictable demon force to go against Mary and all this. Oh, Anne for it's sure. It's going to be Anne, Mary, all the way. And we've wanted a John-Cotton alliance for some time. And it looked last season like it was going to happen. And it kind of did, kind of didn't. And then he got exiled. Yeah. Both we, of them got exiled. We want that John-Cotton alliance. I think those, the, those are the good But now guys. they have the same objective to take out all the witches. That's actually a great question. Here's my question for you because you just brought it up and just got me thinking and we will ask it to the viewers at home to wrap up the show who are the good guys in this show who are you rooting for like as as characters who are we supposed to get behind i think it is john and cotton for all of cotton's faults for all of john's faults i think the two of them together are the batman and robin or whatever you want to call them the hardy boys those are the good guys yeah those are the good guys the witches are bad the selectmen are bad for different reasons i think Anne's going to prove herself to be a bad witch or demon or whatever she is mm-hmm. i think john and cotton are the good guys yeah, they're the good guys. But I want to say Anne is still good. So Ooh. maybe if she uses her magical power beings, whatever, in a good way, she might take out Mary. Interesting. That's the question for you guys at home. We asked like six of them. You can answer all of them. Yeah. And give us questions for Sammy Hanready. But the question for you guys at home is who are you rooting for in this? Witches, Selectmen, John, Cotton, the two of them together, Anne, a lot of teams, Wainwright, sure, why not? Who are you rooting for in this and why? You can comment on YouTube. You can send us tweets with that. And remember, as we get done here, comment on uh, Sammy Hanratty. Ask us questions for Sammy Hanratty. She'll be here in two weeks. It's the end of April, right? Or yes. three weeks. She'll be here May 10th. I can't do calendar <laughs> math, math. But I mean either. Yeah, three weeks. She'll be here in three weeks. I'm an idiot. I'm an art major. <laughs> uh, ask us questions for Sammy Hanratty. She plays Dolly. We will ask those on May 10th for you guys. I'm at Bobby DeMiro. She is at Seraphine TV. Um, you can remember in the prize pack, follow us both. Follow AfterBuzz TV. Get on iTunes, rate us five stars. Comment on iTunes, include your Twitter handle so we know. And you are entered to win the AfterBuzz TV Salem prize pack, the press package. It's, it's really cool. Awesome. It's got a DVD of episode one of season two. It's got a bunch of promotional materials from Salem. It comes in this like triangular, like Malum box almost. Mm-hmm. Like it's awesome. We'll bring yeah, it out next week. Yeah. Next week we'll bring it out and actually show it. Yep. All right, cool. That's it this week. We'll be back next Sunday and from then on with Salem. I'm Bobby. That's Marissa. See you guys. 
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.